Love is, to me, is the greatest power in the universe. There's always silver linings if we have eyes to see them. If you have a belief system that doesn't work for you, when you go through a very deep challenge, find a new one. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. Welcome to this week's episode of The Daily Helping. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. My guest today is international best-selling author, Deborah Oakland, who is an advocate for prioritizing joy in living your most courageous and authentic life. She is the founder of Living in Courage Online, a spiritual oasis for overcoming life's biggest challenges. Deborah believes we all have a story to share and a voice that's begging to be heard. In a span of four short years, Deborah lost her 21-year-old son, her baby girl in the eighth month of pregnancy, and both brothers. Not long after, she lost her father to prostate cancer. This was an incredibly difficult time for her, but Deborah tapped into her long-held belief, which became the foundation of her new book, that she knew down deep if she remained grounded in courage, love, and peace, the silver linings appear. Deborah's work since that point has been to share her story of living in courage, sharing with people that in the midst of immense tragedy, she was able to choose love, able to go within to find the courage to move forward. In a state of peace, Deborah dedicated herself to helping others to make these brave choices as well. The loss that she experienced in this short period of time was life-altering and illuminated a path forward that she never saw coming. Instead of retreating from life, Deborah was called upon to open herself up and create a blueprint for increasing joy and abundance. In 2016, Deborah launched her best-selling book, Change Your Movie, Change Your Life, Seven Real Concepts for Courageous Change, which became a bestseller in the happiness and personal transformation categories. In this book, she goes into the core concepts that have helped to guide her in her journey, providing ideas which you can use to manifest your best life. Wow. Deborah, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Richard. I am honored to be on The Daily Helping and to have a discussion about living in our joy and life and how we can manage to navigate our life with courage, because I know you've done this yourself. Well, I appreciate that. And I think that what's so exciting about your story and so interesting is that you know, you've done all of these things. You've written the book, you've started your online community, but that came out of tragedy. And I wonder if you could take us back in time and talk about that period and what happened and how you came out of that. Yes, I can. Uh, as I as I like to say, there is always silver linings if we have eyes to see them. And 
when all of this occurred, it was some time ago. I lost my brother, Tim, in 1992. And my husband, Cody, and I lost our baby girl at birth in 1993. In 94, we lost my brother, Ted. And in 95, my 21-year-old son, Wade, was killed in a car accident. He was supposed to be driving. He was not. It's, it's a very long story. But shortly after, my father took prostate cancer. So when you're, you're going through this, there's a great deal of shock. Some were expected, some were not. I think it's about 50-50 there, you know, when you, you're expecting someone to go and you're helping them through the process of, of their illness versus a sudden death. And I, I can honestly tell you, I don't think either one's easy, any easier than the other. You know, loss is loss. And what my husband, Cody, and I did, and he's my rock, is we really went through this process privately. We didn't go out in the world searching for help or, or making it about us. It was, it was kind of a personal journey for us because we built our courage muscles with each passing, which, which happens, you know? And I, I decided that for me, what was I going to do to get through this? And the most important aspect of it for me, and I've talked about this quite a bit in my articles in my book, is when someone's passing, my question is, when they've passed, what would they want for me? Because they love me. And when someone loves you, they want you to be happy. And so I thought, they're not here anymore. Wherever they are, they are. Wherever their soul has taken them, they are. But I'm still here. And we're the ones that suffer more, I believe. And I just said, what would they want for me? And that was to be happy. And so I decided that over time, you know, after a lot of grieving and, and the processes we went through, that I'm going to honor them by carrying them in my heart as a precious gift they are, by living a happy life, living my joy. And then I felt the impetus to go out and start talking about living in courage. So I became the founder of Living in Courage Online and started rock, writing and talking about courage and what it meant to me, because that pulls in a community of people. And every one of us has gone through a loss of some kind. I don't care if it's a, a a death in the family, a, a, de- a pet, uh, a divorce, a job, whatever you've gone through, a loss of anything in your life, it takes courage to get through it. And we've all gone through something that requires courage. Was this the sort of thing for you when this happened? Was it when you woke up one day and it was this aha moment or was there, did this happen gradually? Was there an experience that happened to you along the way that helped you shift your mindset in that respect? I believe it was my belief system, the seven concepts that I write about in my book that pulled me through it all. And I always say to people, if you have a belief system that doesn't work for you, when you go through a very deep challenge, find a new one. Mine worked. And it was, it was a belief system that I had, had lived my entire life and the way I was raised. And it worked for me. It, it, it pulled me through the hard times. Plus, I didn't feel they were gone. I felt that their soul had taken them wherever they needed to be. 
And I just knew that they would want me to live in joy because they love me. And that's what love does. Are the belief systems you're talking about, are these referenced in your book? Yes, they are. I call them concepts. I write about them as concepts. So these are the seven real concepts. And by the way, it's R-E-E-L, which doesn't come through when we're talking. But um, walk us through them. Let's, let's, let's go through these concepts. Well, in the process of writing the book, I had written the book and it was, it was a little dry. And it, it, I, I thought, you know, I, I'm ready to publish this. And then I got some information that a friend of mine from the UK would come over and he would write about Mother Nature in regard in the, you know, to, to these concepts, how Mother Nature as our greatest teacher would uh, support us these concepts. And so he came over and then I was ready to publish again. And then I, I realized that the name of the, the, the book was change your movie, change your life, seven real concepts. And that's where all of the movie theme came in and it makes it much more readable, enjoyable. There's a lot of movie quotes. It took me a long time to get permissions for everything. And, um, so concept number one is conscious choice. And I, think that is one of the most important to begin with because everything we do in life ends up as a result is because of our conscious choices. So that is so important to me. What choices are you making moment by moment? The second is wisdom. The third is love. The fourth is purity. The fifth is concentrated illumination The sixth is peace and the seventh is rhythm. And at the end of each of the concepts, I have my personal storyboard and one for the reader to fill out. I also have a movie treatment, which would be more of a a treatment than a script, but I call it a treatment. And it is the same story told two different ways, according with two different endings, according to your conscious choice and how it could end up negative in one of the endings and positive in the other, according to your conscious choice. And I write about an artist. I write about a dancer, a young boy whose father left him and his sister and his mom and how that affected his relationships later in life. I wrote about a gang member and, uh, you know, just all these fabulous different stories. A, a young girl in high school that didn't feel like she fit in and found an Aladdin's lamp. So I write about those. And then I also give a real R-E-E-L rap on each concept at the end. So it's, it's creating these seven steps, these seven concepts that people can use, fill out, figure out which one works for them the best. And the six concepts are pulled together through rhythm at the end of the book. You know, as I'm hearing this, Deborah, it sounds to me that the message of this book and the, the filmmaking analogy is essentially the, your life is the movie you're the director, you're the producer. If you don't like something, change the script. Am I, is that on point? Exactly. I talk about this throughout the book. You're the writer, the director, the producer, you're, you're, you're the editor, you're everything. It's your movie. And we all live in the, in the bigger picture of the movie with the collective out in the world. But our personal movie 
story, our life, whatever it is. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And just kind of to review some of these seven real concepts, conscious choice, that made a lot of intuitive sense. You're basically saying that you're accountable for your decisions, your choices, that the actions have consequences. Wisdom, talk to us about wisdom. Are you talking about past experiences informing the future? What are we talking about with wisdom? I'm talking about, it kind of goes along with the conscious choice because wisdom requires an open mind. And as you know, humans bond strongly with others who uphold their beliefs and concepts. And separation occurs when people disappear you know, they disagree on things. And we can spend lifetimes defending our concepts of being right. And I I, I say, where's the wisdom in a closed mind and heart? Being respectful of other belief system allows for personal expansion and growth. And using the wisdom within us guides us through life. And it's a bridge to freedom within each of us. And I, I look to people who wisely inspire me personally without ego, but are living examples. They're shining stars in their own magnificent movie and encourage us to do the same. I mean, wisdom, is, there's, there's so much to wisdom. It's just, I, and, and I cover quite a bit in, in this particular concept. You have to get the book. <laughs> Everybody has to get the book. And by the way, the book will be available on the Daily Helping app and on the website as well on the show notes for this episode. In terms of number three, and I am just going to kind of take us through these because some of these were really interesting. Talk to us about love. Is love self-love, loving others? What are we talking about with love here in terms of your concepts? All-inclusive. Love is, to me, is the greatest power in the universe. And it carries the highest vibrational frequency that lives within us. And as, as we all know now, we are energy. Everything is energy. And the law of love, I like to call it the law of love, is nutrition for the body, mind, and spirit. It's the creative force in the universe that can bring forth the manifestations of our heart's desires. And I, I talk about using your imagination to dream and create all of your, with all of your senses and, and let love guide you. And I, I talk about being here now a lot in this moment. And one of my quotes is talking about now is where your naturally occurring wonder lives. And because your natural occurring wonder belongs to you. And when you can stay in an energetic Face of love versus fear and anger and judgment and condemnation and, and anger and hate and blame and all these things, your life will transform. It's like you want to leave old un- unwanted baggage behind and release anything that keeps you shackled to things that make you unhappy if you want to change. And, and we also need to take responsibility for all the areas of our life. You know, I always say the blame game's over. Focus like a laser beam on love. And that's love within yourself, in the outer world, in your family. Wherever you go, you know, you glow with love. You do not with hate and anger in your heart. And I I, I pay love forward as you radiate joy out into the world because love has no borders. Love doesn't care what color, nationality, race, or sex you are. Love just is. And it's a beautiful thing. So that's a little bit about love. 
Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. It's interesting the way you frame it because uh, one of my one of my earlier guests, Paul J. Zach, who is an expert on oxytocin, talks about essentially the neurobiological underpinnings of trust and love and connecting with others. And Vishen Lakani often speaks about forgiveness, and he talks about it from a meditative standpoint in his book, The Code of the Extraordinary Mind, but. It's interesting because love has been looked at, of course, philosophically and spiritually forever. But now in the last 10 to 20 years, we're seeing some really fantastic science brain imaging about what love love looks like versus what anger looks like. And we actually know that there are scientific underpinnings for all of these things. There are biological mechanisms of actions, but whichever way you describe it, which brings me back to, you know, you're telling multiple stories from different perspectives with different endings. Whichever way you describe it, it's the same thing, whether we talk about it organically from a chemical standpoint or from a spiritual standpoint. Love is love is amazing. And it's really fantastic to hear you talk about that in your book. Oh, thank you. I also talk about the neuroplasticity of the brain, which Dr. Melanie Greenberg who you know, I mean, she's amazing. And, and I've, I've just always believed that our brain is plastic to our thoughts and we can change. We can make these changes within ourselves. Well, we actually know that we can. And your, your belief system has been also validated by neuroscience that it doesn't matter how old we are, we can change our habits, we can change our belief system, and those create new neural pathways in our brain. So you're dead on about that. And Melanie actually talked about that a little bit when I interviewed her as well. So uh, no question, that's very true. I'm also interested in number four. Number four uh, was purity. So talk to us about your real concept of purity and what, what you meant in terms of that for courageous change. I think a purity is a quality that can help set you free from limitation and enhance every area of your life. Because I think of like a diamond. I talk in the book about a diamond has all these multi facets on it. And uh, our ability to absorb and reflect light gives us the opportunity to become a mirror displaying, displaying our shining brilliance. And we're powerful. And by feeling a connection to our strength and power, we can defy this weakness and powerlessness and strive to be our best every day and set a standard of purity that resonates with our life path. We set our own standards, but the qualities of, of, of you know, you have to ask yourself, what qualities of purity are important to you? The sleeping soul will wake up when directed. Remember, it's your movie, Right. And purity of mind comes through patience, perseverance, and sometimes we all need a good purity polish. Uh, 
And with this discipline comes the power of momentum as your life moves forward in a much more consistent manner, conducive to your happiness. So I I go into the whole bit about diamonds and, and, and just the purity of our life. And we can shine up and become these beautiful diamonds and shine our light out into the world. I, I love that language, Deborah, because what what I'm hearing from you is you're basically saying people can find whatever their innermost strength is, what they're best at, and basically focus that and hone that and use it to improve themselves and others. Is that a, is that a, is that right? Yep, exactly. So let me give you a scenario. Somebody has just lost their job. Somebody has lost their parent. How does one in the midst of that find what's going to make their diamond sparkle? Well, I always think about as, as energy, again, I think about if things aren't going easily for you and things are very, very difficult and, and it's like roadblocks are put up in front of you, maybe you're going in the wrong direction. And if you lose your job, maybe there's a better job, you know, and, and, and we, all le- we all lose people. I mean, it, it's going to happen if you live and breathe on this planet for any length of time. We're going to know someone that leaves. And how are you going to cross that bridge to the other side? You know, um, how, how are you going to get there? And, and are you going to allow people to take your hand and, and help you over and ask for assistance when you need it? It's, uh, it's important for us to, to trust our inner instincts, our inner power. I always talk about living from the inside out versus the outside in. When you live from the outer world, listening to all the noise and the other people, you might not get the answers you need. But if you've lost a job, you've lost a loved one, go in where your power is, where your peace is, where your knowingness and Everything that you need is inside of you. Tap into that. You'll find the answers. What you describe, that concept of living inside out versus outside in, echoes a very well-known concept in psychology referring to one's locus of control. An external locus of control that is the belief system that everything that's happening to them is the fault of something else versus being able to say to the world, hey, I've got control of my life. I've got control over how I react to people, how I treat others, what I do. Uh, So that's really fantastic because you're, that's basically what you're saying by, by living the way you're speaking, by living inside out, you're basically saying, I've got an internal locus of control. And I can overcome anything. You can. And, and again, it goes back to conscious choice. So they all definitely, all of your real concepts definitely are pulling together. Uh, number five was the most interesting one, only because it was so unique sounding. <laughs> concentrated illumination. Deborah, what does concentrated illumination mean and how does one use it? Concentrated illumination is concentrated energy infused with light. And I say in the book, that would be you. This puts you in the director's chair of your movie and you can use your concentrated electronic light to determine the outcome of your life. I I, I like to say, uh, try some spiritual sunbathing. And while you're soaking up the light, use your thought to create the life you want to live. 
thought is an important element in concentrated illumination. It's a gateway to your powerful, perfected presence, uh, the universal mind of love, wisdom, and power, or the absence of it, depending on how you use it. And your creative power is as unlimited as you are. And simply by setting it into motion, life expands for you. So you find out what sparks your core of creativity, connect with it as you ride the wave all the way to completion. And this way you become the master of your destiny through your own creative power wanting to express through you, which again is concentrated illumination, and allow the world to enjoy you and all you choose to create. Again, in the book, I talk about the clarity in the camera lens. Do you need to revise your script, set up auditions? Build a new set or silence the negative critics. Are you enjoying the clips you're currently able to view? Um, You know, because life is ever-changing, as is your movie. So there's always some editing to attend to. And life is... I, I like to think of life as a movie director as a busy one. So remember to take care of your physical, mental, and spiritual health every day and shine your light, which to me is your concentrated energy. I have two thoughts, specifically questions that I wanted to ask you after hearing that from you. One is when you talked about a spiritual sun bath and you talk about spirituality, are you talking about a specific religion, all religions? What are we talking about from a spirituality or spiritual sun bath? What does that mean? I'm talking about whatever is important to you. We each have our own way of, uh, you know, religion, spirituality, uh, you know, there's, there's a million <laughs> forms out there, whatever sparks your soul, whatever soothes your soul and makes you happy. It's, it's, it's a very personal and sacred place that we go with our spirituality or religion. And that is, I have no judgment on any of that, whatever works for you, keep at it. Okay, that makes perfect sense. And my second question was, as you were describing concentrated illumination, it sounded an awful lot like mindfulness meditation that uh, Dr. Melanie Greenberg was talking about on my show a few episodes ago. (laughs) Are those essentially similar, related? Similar, yes. I mean, I personally meditate. And that's where I sit in the morning, I get my energy, I prepave my day, I go in and I I get quiet. It's my sacred space. And in that space, I tap into my inner power, not anything in the outer world, my inner power, who I am, what I need and what I want in my life and how I want my movie to turn out. Makes sense. Okay. So we've gone through conscious choice, wisdom, Love, purity, concentrated illumination. Number six is peace. And I know you said the seventh one kind of ties them all together. So this is really the last real concept for courageous change. Talk to us about peace. I talk about peace being our action hero. Peace is active and magnetic. And choosing peace taps us directly into our inner power station, our inner inner core. It's uh, like, I like to think of it as an action hero, a concentrated activity that brings harmony into every space it occupies. And it takes the power of our attention to hold peace in a world still less than peaceful. And you know this, 
you know, and Dr. Richard, I mean, you know this, our world is less than peaceful. And so we need to really tap into our inner peace in our inner world where we can stay calm and we can be a conductor of peace. And not only will we bring peace to the world, we'll be blessed because peace is power. Actually, I think I'm going to re- retract my last statement to you. This sounds more like the mindfulness than did the concentrated illumination. But but what you're essentially talking about is in the way that we, we react to others, in the way that we treat others, we are making the world a better place. Yes. Outstanding. All right. And now number seven, rhythm. You said that the rhythm is the concept which ties the six together. How does that work? Well, with the little work areas that I have in here and and sharing uh, my personal storyboard and people can fill out their storyboard because I ask questions, say it like on peace. It will go, my question is, what does peace mean to you? What does harmless to self and others for the highest and greatest good mean to you? And I go on and I I ask um, several questions, seven questions, like explain the phrase, what you resist persists. And and, and when you go through this workbook, it pulls things together rhythmically. And I like to think of life as rhythm, our, our heartbeat, breathing. I mean, when you're athletes, when they're exercising, I mean, it's life is rhythm. And it's sacred rhythmic dance choreographed by you to create your personal symphony. And one of the most important components in any great movie is the rhythm of the music, which dramatically enhances the storyline. So this is where an ordinary movie becomes extraordinary. And we are extraordinary. And rhythmically pulling these together just balances your life Beautiful, because everything in life has a a rhythm, establishing cycles, patterns, stages of development. And Mother Nature flows in rhythmic relationships, season to season. And there's great cosmic rhythms in our ever-expanding universe. So rhythmic waves bind together, creating matter. And that's what my intention was with this book. There's a quote that I like that says the same stream of life that runs through my veins night and day runs through the world and dances in rhythmic measures. Rabindrath Tagore. I don't think I'm saying that right, but. (laughs) What's really interesting is as I've listened to you describe these seven concepts, these, these are constructs, these are actionable things that People like Tim Ferriss, Hal Elrod, many of the most respected self-help experts in the world have referred to, but you've really reframed it all using clever and brilliant language relating it to movies, which I think most people can relate to. And I know that you said that the seven concepts for you were your belief system. So what I'm curious, because you mentioned you know, that, that these have been helpful for you in finding the silver linings in your life. So you've got these seven core concepts. These are things that you live by, things that you act on every day. How have you found silver linings in your life by living in courage? Well, if I hadn't gone through all I went through, I wouldn't have become a writer and the founder of Living in Courage. 
I wouldn't have written a book about the seven concepts I live my life by, which could help other people, and became a bestseller in happiness and personal transformation here and in Canada. And I wouldn't have met all the amazing people I've met along the way. And that includes you, Dr. Richard. I appreciate that. Also, you know, we have to make sure we don't get so caught up in the loss that we don't see the silver lining or the gift that can come to us if we're open to it. And I like to think that I'm courageously holding the space for love and my life is bigger than the challenge set before me. Wow. That's really powerful. You've mentioned this a couple of times, but we didn't really talk about it. Tell me about your Living in Courage online, that community and how, what, it, what it does and how people get involved with it and what, what, how that all works. Well, I started, uh, it's, you could, I changed it when my book came out to Deborah, D-E-B-R-A, Oakland.com, or you can still get there from livingencourageonline.com. And I have a, um, a free ebook there for people called Living in Courage. And I have a uh, MP3 file that uh, goes into the inner hero's journey. And it's beautifully edited with music and it takes you on this nice journey to peace and harmony. And uh, I have over a hundred of my personal quotes. I've got all my radio interviews, podcast interviews, everything's there on my website. And I'm all over social media. I'm everywhere. So if <laughs> it's just Deborah Oakland. Okay. So very clearly, you're not hard to find. And, and again, uh, all of your links will be in the show notes on the Daily Helping website as well as within the Daily Helping app. As you know, I like to wrap up all of my shows in a very similar way and that what I ask my guests, if they can give me the biggest helping, and that is the single most important piece of information that they would want a listener to walk away with after hearing you today on our episode. I would say you are not alone. If you need help, ask for it. That's something a lot of people don't don't tend to want to do. Uh, I found for myself, I I wanted to be this hero and 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 not really go out and talk about what what has happened and how how it felt. And I knew that I needed to get out there and to share my story. When we feel out of sorts in life, we want everything to feel normal, or whatever our personal normal is. And we need this. We need people people to be there for us. And there are people who are there for you, who can give you a helping hand in any way you need, help you cross that bridge. And maybe it's to listen, to share a conversation, go to a movie, share a meal, whatever it is that you need. Don't be afraid to ask for it. We all go through challenges in this life and no one, no one escapes them. So lend a helping hand to others be grateful. Gratitude is the most important thing that you can ever hold on to. When you go to bed at night, say what you're grateful for. When you wake up in the morning, what you're grateful for. And that way it's a win-win for everybody. So you actually gave us two biggest helpings, which is awesome. Gratitude and lend a helping hand to somebody else. Those were what I heard from you as your two most important, fantastic take-home messages, correct? Yes. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we are at time. Deborah, thank you so much for coming on the show again. If you wouldn't mind sharing your URL one more time and the name of your book, and then we will wrap it up. Okay. 
My URL is www.debraoakland.com. And the name of my book is Change Your Movie, Change Your Life, Seven Real, R-E-E-L, Concepts for Courageous Change. I will be getting it out on Kindle at some point. It's now on Amazon. And I would like to thank you, Dr. Richard, for having me on the Daily Helping. I love the work you're doing. And thank you so much. It was absolutely my pleasure. Thank you very much. And that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Daily Helping. Please go subscribe to the show on iTunes and on the Google Play Store. If you like what you heard, leave us a five-star review. That's how others find out about the podcast. Now go out there and do something nice for someone else, even if you don't know them, and then post it in your feeds using hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others. Until next week.